Hey guys, how's it going? This is Josue Salcedo, youth pastor of Remnant Youth here at King Jesus Ministry. This is the Remnant Youth Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in with us today. And if you're looking for something that speaks louder than your situation and you want to know what God is saying now, then this message is for you. Hey, welcome to Remnant Youth. Welcome to King Jesus Ministries. It's going to be a phenomenal service. And there's a reason, there's a purpose why God brought you tonight. Can we just bow our heads for just one moment and just pray on to God? Father, we worship you. We honor you. God, we thank you because we're still alive. We made it. We're now here in 2020. And we're here to proclaim and believe with all our hearts, with all our faith, that 2020 will be the greatest year of our lives. And not only do we start the greatest year of our life, but we start the greatest decade of our lives. We're ready to see what we've never seen. We're ready to taste what we've never tasted. And we're ready to see the fruit of so many years of labor, God. You know what I just sense in my spirit? Some of you, you're going to begin to see the fruit of what your family labored. Some of you, you're going to start seeing the fruit of other people's prayers for your lives, other people's commitment, other people's sacrifice, what your parents endured, the dreams and the reasons why your parents left their countries to come to the U.S. Those dreams that apparently they thought died, God's going to resurrect them in your life, and you will eat of its fruit. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling somebody... The reason why your folks, the reason why your grandparents left their countries to come here, the dreams and the prayers, you and I, we're going to begin to live out. You and I, we're going to begin to see and eat the fruit. This is going to be a year and a decade of salvation, prosperity, wealth, joy, divine health, divine protection, redemption, restoration, deliverance, freedom. This is going to be a year and a, and a, and a, and a decade of of harvest, of souls, of dreams coming to pass. Father, we just, we welcome this brand new year and this new decade together with you, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Awesome. Somebody holler 2020. If you believe in that 2020 will be the greatest year of your life, I want you to just Give God some noise. And if you believe that this will be the greatest decade of your life, of your family, of your business, of your finances, I want you to just stand to your feet and give God some praise because he's going to give you the grace to make this year and this decade the best you've ever lived. Give somebody a high five and holler 2020. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? I'm not just talking about tonight's service. I'm talking about 2020. I'm talking about this new year. Awesome. So I have a word of excitement, a word of encouragement for everyone. I mean, this is going to be a great, great, great year. All right, so welcome to 2020. 
It's a brand new year and it's the start of a brand new decade. And without further ado, I want to speak to you on what this year entails and what's the word for this year. Somebody holler or tell your neighbor 2020 came with a word. So what's the word for this year and what does 2020 mean? I'm going to speak to you about maybe two uh, symbolic meanings, two prophetic meanings, two spiritual meanings that the number 20 has. Are you ready for tonight? The, the number 20 is symbolic for redemption. Say with me, redemption. You know that this year, together with the Jewish, how many of you know that we serve a Jewish king and a Jewish God? Amen. Um, together with the Hebrew calendar, both our calendar and the Hebrew calendar, we start a brand new decade. Um, in the Hebrew calendar is the year 87, 80 or 87, and what that number 87 represents is restoration. So Israel is believing for a year of restoration. How many of you believe that if Israel is believing for restoration, you and I, we should take a hold of that word and believe for restoration also? So what that number represents in the Hebrew calendar is restoration. What 20 represents for our calendar is redemption. Somebody holler, redemption. Oh, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good service tonight. Somebody holler redemption. So what does 20 mean? 20 means redemption. I want you to go to the book of Psalms 130, verse 7. Psalms chapter 130, verse 7. Oh, Israel... Hope in the Lord. Hope in who? For with the Lord there is what? How many of you need mercy? So all Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy. And with him is an abundant what? Can I tell you that this brand new year, not only are you going to see God's redemption, but you're going to see an abundance of his redemption. I want to tell you that God's redemption is not just a little bit for you or for me. It's not just, you know, a little piece of redemption. No, I want to tell you that God's redemption is abundant for your life. I want to start tonight by saying that 2020 is a representation of a year of redemption. And God's redemption is abundant. In other words, in every area of your life where you're in need of redemption, there is an abundance of it waiting for you and for me. Is there anybody that needs redemption in their life? Is there anyone that can think of an area or two in their life where they're in need of redemption? I have great news for someone here tonight. 2020, there's an abundance of redemption. There's redemption enough for you and for your home, enough for you and your family. 
You see, it's not just a little bit of redemption that we have access to. We have an access to abundance of redemption. More than enough in every area of your life. I want to tell somebody there's redemption for your finances. As much as there's redemption for your family. There is enough of redemption to go around this room. To go around our family. To go around our city. To go around our church. Baby, I came tonight to tell you God doesn't have a little bit of redemption for you. He doesn't have a little bit of redemption for us. He has an abundance of redemption. Somebody holler, God's redemption for my life is abundant. I want you to take notes tonight. And the first notes I want you to take just in case the devil tries to fool you or lie to you or deceive you three months into this year, God has a shipload of abundance for you. He has cargoes of loads of abundance, of, of redemption for you. Just in case July 2020 comes around and you start forgetting, I want you to look back to tonight's notes and remind yourself that God's redemption for you and for for your family it's abundant it's an abundant amount of redemption that God has for you he has redemption for you tomorrow every second every minute and every hour of this new year he has so much redemption for you for the rest of your life for this decade come on somebody got a holler redemption let's go to Luke 21 28 Luke chapter 21, verse 28. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples on all the things that will take place in the end times. You and I, we live in, in the end times. Jesus can come at any moment. And Jesus is speaking to his disciples of all the things that would happen in these end times. Wars, catastrophes, crisis, brothers against brothers, racists against racist, racism. He's talking about all these different types of things. And he's talking about uh, fallouts. He's talking about crisis. He's talking about hardships. He's talking about disloyalty. Loyalty. He's talking about what you went through 2019. He's talking to them about what they did to you 2019. What you had to suffer. What you had to endure. He's talking about moments that you thought you wouldn't have made it, but you made it. He's talking about moments that caused you to want to run away and forget that you was a part of a movement and part of a church. He's talking about moments where you wanted to give up and throw in the towel, but you held on to the towel at the last minute. He's talking about fallout, sin, and Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says when these things begin to happen look up and lift up your heads because what because what because what draws near I came tonight to tell somebody not only is God's redemption for your life and mine abundant but that abundant redemption draws near 
Have you ever had somebody call you on the phone and say, I'm at the light, I'm almost there? Have you ever had somebody tell you, yo, I'm around the corner, I just pulled up? Have you ever had somebody honk on you, giving you the idea that they were outside of your house? I want to tell somebody God's redemption is honking its horn. God's redemption is right across the street. God's redemption for your life. I don't care what happened to you 2019. I don't care what fallout you had. I don't care what errors you made. I don't care what sins you committed. Redemption is knocking at your door. Redemption just, oh my God, I came tonight to tell somebody. Redemption is near. Redemption is five minutes away from happening to you. As you walk out of these doors, redemption can happen to you. As you get in your car tonight, Redemption can happen to your family, to your business. As you go to sleep, redemption draws near. Oh, it just touched the doorbell. It just knocked on your door. It just honked the horn. It's right by the Lexus dealership. Somebody holler, my redemption is near. It's not hours away. It ain't cities away. It ain't years away. It's near. Somebody got to believe the word of God. Somebody got to believe what God is telling you. God has more than enough, more than what you need, and more than what you can ask for of redemption for you. And it's not far away. Tell your neighbor it's near. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. I would say that that was the introduction of tonight's message. Oh, I'm a, oh you're going to love this verse. Let's read it together. But of him you are in Christ Jesus. How many of you are in Christ Jesus? Oh, I got I to prepare my throat because I really want to preach this. I mean, I'm just so excited to preach this verse to you. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and... Listen, let's go to the verse before 30. Let's go to verse 25. Because the foolishness of God is what? And the weaknesses of God are what? Let's read that one more time. Because the foolishness of God is what? And the weaknesses of God is? Oh, I want to preach to you. I'm like itching to preach the word of God tonight. Can you just repeat that verse one more time? This verse is going to become a lot more clear to you and to me tonight. But let's read it one more time. Because what? You know, people wanted to tell God it was foolish for God to choose you and to choose me. 
You see, many people called God foolish for choosing you. Many people called God foolish for giving you the call he gave you, for giving you the purpose he gave you. The devil tried to call God foolish when you and me were born, but the foolishness of God is wiser than what? And the what? And the weaknesses of God is what? Do you know what that verse is saying? As we continue to read on, I'm telling you, it's going to become more clear to you. How many of you are in Christ? Even when you were full for God. Even when you're the weakest one in God. You're still stronger. You're still wiser. Even when you're the most foolish thing in God. Even when you're the weakest thing in God. Baby, I want to tell Remy Youth tonight, even if you're the foolish thing about God, even if you're the weakest thing about God, you are wiser and you are stronger. Verse 26. Somebody holler redemption. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Not mighty, not noble, and not wise people are called. Verse 27. But God has what? He's chosen the what? Of this world to put to shame the what? And God has chosen the what? How many of y'all came to God foolish? How many of y'all came to God weak? And you know why he chose you? To put to shame the wise. And to put to shame all the things in the world that may appear to be mighty. Verse 28, and the base things of the world and the things which are despised. Anybody has ever been despised? God has what? And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that. Verse 29, that no flesh should glory what? Verse 30. But of him, you are in Christ Jesus. You are the weak ones. You are the foolish ones. You are the ones who've been despised, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. I think this was the introduction. And now we get into the message. It doesn't matter how weak God found you. It doesn't matter how weak, how foolish you were when you came to God. It doesn't matter what excuse you think you could have given God for him to despise you. He chose what was despised. 
He chose that which was foolish. He chose, oh, I'm going to preach to somebody. He chose that which was weak. Can I tell somebody, it's a good thing you came weak to Jesus. Can I tell somebody, it's a great thing that you came foolish to Jesus. You see, 13 years ago, everybody would have despised if my name would have came up to be youth pastor. You see, 13 years ago, it would have been foolish for somebody to consider that dude in the back with dreadlocks all the way to his stomach. Oh, it would be foolish to even think or consider that he could ever be a man of God, that he could ever prophesy. But thank God that God not only calls but chooses things that may appear to be foolish. You see, don't let anything you've ever done that's foolish, weak, or characterized to be despised stop you from the greatest year you could ever live. Don't let your mistakes, your errors, or your past stop you because God breathes on that which is weak. God breathes on that which is foolish. And it doesn't matter how weak or how foolish you've ever been. God chose you to redeem you if you believe in shot redemption. You see, I've said all of this to tell you, 2020, you don't have to be your mistakes no more. 2020, you don't have to be your past sins no more. I want to talk to somebody tonight. 2020, you don't have to be your errors. You see, in this year, this is the year of redemption. You don't got to be an addict anymore. You don't got to be an alcoholic anymore. You don't got to be a pervert anymore. You don't got to struggle with that sin no more. This is the year of 2020. This is the year of redemption. I'm trying to tell somebody you free from your past. I'm trying to tell somebody you free from the rumors. I'm trying. I'm tired. I'm trying to tell somebody you're free if you want to, and if you want to, you free. You free from the foolishness. You free from the weaknesses. No, you don't have to be your past. No, you don't have to be the rumors. No, you don't have to be your mistakes. This is where this is the year where God can redeem all of you. I got great news for somebody. Everything God redeems, He always redeems it double. Somebody got to put up their two fingers and holler double. Pastor, what are you talking about? What does that mean? Every time God redeems you. Every time you allow God to redeem something about you, an area in your life, your sexuality, your thoughts, your emotions, your finances, every time God redeems you, he always redeems. Can somebody holler? Can somebody holler a little louder? You know what that means, remnant youth? If you didn't get set free 2019, it's a good thing because double freedom is coming. If you didn't get delivered last year, get ready because God is going to double your deliverance. If you didn't prosper, it's a good thing that that didn't... It's a good thing that blessing didn't come to you. It's a good thing God didn't prosper.
prosper you the way you ask because this year is a year of redemption. And when he prospers you, he's going to prosper you double. Pastor, you don't understand. I made so many mistakes. I was bound to that sin. I'm a house of peace leader. I'm a mentor. And I've been struggling and I've been believing. And God hasn't answered my prayers. It's a good thing because this year when it comes to you, it's going to come to you double. Double the character. Double the freedom. Double the prosperity. Double the anointing. Double the wisdom. I got great news for somebody here tonight. The fact that you're in Christ, it doesn't matter how foolish you are, you're still wiser. It doesn't matter how weak you are, you're still stronger. Somebody holler redemption. Is there anybody excited for this year? I said, is there anybody excited for the greatest year? This is a year you no longer need to be your past. This is the year you no longer have to be an alcoholic. This is the year I'm trying to preach to somebody here tonight that you're tired of your past. You're tired of your mistakes. I want to speak to every single person that you battle with depression. You battle with suicide. It's a good thing that the devil couldn't wipe you out. It's a good thing that even though you tried pulling the trigger, the bullet didn't come out. Because this year, this is the year you're going to want to live out. This is the year you're going to want to taste and try. This is the year from January all the way to December. You're going to want to live out every day, every week, and every month. This is the year of your freedom. This is the year of your deliverance. If you still here, you got to give God a praise. If you still alive, you got to give God of praise because this year he's gonna cause double you don't gotta be your sins anymore you don't gotta be that hidden sin that you can't tell nobody you can't tell your mentor about you can't talk and open up to your parents about don't you dare tell your pastor because they're gonna judge you the whole king jesus is gonna find out in the herald of the church this is the year you don't gotta struggle this is the year this is the year of your redemption Pastor, it didn't happen before. You better give God a praise. Because when it happens this year, and it's near, whatever you didn't see happen to you, it's near. Whatever prophetic word didn't come to pass, it's near. Whatever you've been believing God, Pastor, you don't know the tears I've shed. I've been crying out for financial breakthrough. It's near. And when it comes, God, I've been crying out for my deliverance. I've been crying out to forgive this person. I've been crying out for my inner healing. Pastor, I have a sex problem. I have sexual problems. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm addicted to pornography. I'm addicted to fornication. I can't stop having sex with my boyfriend, my girlfriend. 
This is the year of your redemption. You don't got to hide no more. You don't got to lie no more. This is the year of redemption. You get to live how God is calling you to live. You get to live out the greatest expression of your life. You get to experience the greatest version of your life. But if only you want to. You know what the word redemption means? It literally means to buy back. And I start closing with this. Two more things and I close. 1 Corinthians 6.20. 1 Corinthians 6.20. For you were what? The word redemption means to buy back. You and I, we were bought at a price. Therefore glorify who? In your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Belongs to God. First Peter chapter 1 verse 18 and 19. Knowing that you are now redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold. It wasn't money that bought you back. From your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. Verse 19. But with the precious blood of Jesus. You know how God bought you back? With his own blood. His blood can buy you back from any mistake you've ever made. His blood can buy you back from selling your own soul to the devil. Don't believe that lie. Before you sold it, he already owned it. You know why Jesus can buy you back? No matter what foolish, weak, stupid thing, sinful thing you've ever done. Because before you even sold yourself, you already belonged to him. He already bought you. You already belong to him. How many people here tonight say, I want Jesus to purchase my virginity back. I want Jesus to redeem me. You know what God told me before I came here tonight? He says, son, tell them, I'm going to redeem them way back. Past when they lost their virginity. Past when they started hanging out with the wrong crowd, the wrong people. Past before they ever made a mistake. Past before they ever rebelled. Past fornication. Past the first moment they watched pornography. God told me today before I came here, young people, to tell you that he will redeem you way past even the first time you ever committed a sin. He will redeem you past the first moment you ever rebel. I'm talking about way past whenever, before you even formed in your mother's womb. He told me, tell them I'm going to redeem them before they were even a thought in their father or in their mother's mind. Tell them I'm going to redeem 
welcomed them all the way back to where they were a figure of an imagination of my mind. He's going to redeem you all the way to where he created you in heaven before you even came to this world, before you ever even got to know sin, before your first slow dance and your first kiss, before somebody backstabbed you and put the knife to your back, before your father walked out on you and messed up your character forever. He will redeem you way past your flaws, your mistakes, and your sins. He will redeem you way past before someone ever offended you, before sin and the devil got the best of you, before you were born in the hood. He's going to redeem you. He's going to redeem you to the man and the woman, the son and the daughter he called you to be before you ever lied to somebody, before your father committed adultery on your mother, before your father cheated or your mother cheated on your father, your mother, he will redeem you way past before those experiences and he will make you new. He could do that before you started acting, before you started putting up a front, before media changed you, before people changed you and influenced you, before your cousin told you, it's okay, you can put this in your mouth. It's okay, you can touch this. Before somebody raped you, before you thought that you loved men, and you was a man and you wanted to have sex with men, before somebody raped you, before that male figure robbed you from your innocence, and now you can't stand to even look at men, he's gonna deliver you way past that experience the question is do you want to be a homosexual or do you want to be the man and the woman God called you to be do you want to be a player or do you want to be the man and the woman that God called you to be do you want to be an adulterer do you want to be a gold digger do you want to live life not being able to trust people always looking over your shoulder do you want to be a gang member? Do you really want to slang dope? Or do you want to be the man or the woman that God called you to be? Pastor that you don't understand, I've been doing business dirty for far too long. I've been cheating people of their money. He can redeem you before you cheated somebody. This year, this is your access to your redemption. And it's not that you didn't have access to redemption before because you were redeemed when he died on the cross. It's that this year, that's his focus. God's focus for your life, 2020, is to redeem every single area of your life. He wants to take you back. He wants to forgive you. He wants to buy you back out of that experience, out of the rape, out of the sin, out of the fornication, out of living a double life. It's okay. It's okay that you were fool. In some ways, I'm the biggest fool. It's okay that you're weak. It's okay that you've done stuff 
that some of us may despise, but God doesn't despise you. He wants to redeem you so that the day of tomorrow, he can show you off. You know why some of you don't allow yourselves to be redeemed? And I close with this. Because you're still thinking of all the haters from your past that are going to talk. Aren't you the girl that used to sleep around? Aren't you the guy that used to do this? You know what Apostle Paul said when they said, hey, aren't you the one that used to incarcerate Christians? Aren't you the one that used to enslave them and persecute them? You know what Apostle Paul said? I've never wronged no man. You know what you tell the devil and all his demons and every hater from your past? Aren't you the one that used to sleep around? I don't know what you talking about. I've been made new. I'm a virgin. Aren't you the one that used to slang dope? I don't know what you talking about. My lungs ain't never smoked no weed. My body's never tried no drugs. I want to tell somebody that God doesn't just want to redeem half of you. He wants to redeem all of you. Your past, your present and your future. You do deserve the best man. You do deserve the best woman. You do deserve it because you've been bought back with the blood of Jesus. I don't have time to go through this, but I end in this note. You know what 2020 also means? It means perfect vision. And with this I close. Genesis 127. So God created man in his what? That word image comes from the word imagination. Write this down. And we close. Nothing can be created outside of imagination. Nothing can be created without it being first an idea. Can I tell somebody, you were, the, you were God's greatest science project? I mean, he imagined you so well and so much. He flirted with the idea of who you were and the calling he would give you that poof, you were created. He created you in his own imagination and he created you in his image, in his imagination. You know why? So that baby, you can have 2020. Can I tell somebody this ain't just the year of redemption? You know what the word for 2020 is? The word for 2020 is redemption. God is going to buy everything back from that you lost. Everything that was stolen, everything that was taken away. The word for 2020 is redemption. No, you don't need to be an alcoholic. No, you don't need to be a pervert. No, you don't need to be an addict. This year you get to be exactly who God God called you to be. This year you can live out
God in total freedom. This is the year you don't have to be your past mistakes. You don't got to be sin that you committed. You don't got to be errors. This is the year of redemption. But this is also the year of vision. This year, you will see through God's imagination. You will see yourself through the eyes of God. You will see business through God's point of view. Everything you do will be with the eyes of heaven, with heaven's perspective, with heaven's vision. Can you imagine how God looks at your 2020? Can you imagine how God sees you in 2020? My God, is there anybody here that you see yourself past your mistakes? You see yourself past 2019, 2018. You see yourself past what stopped you and delayed you. You see yourself past what held you back. Oh, is there anybody here that sees themselves double anointed, double favorable, double on fire? You know how God sees your 2020 double. You want to know how God sees your family double? My God, my prayer is that someone will see their situation, their crisis through the eyes of God. I pray that somebody will see their 2020 through the eyes of God. Somebody, holler, God, open my eyes. Thank you for joining us today. And a special shout out to those who follow us on a weekly basis. If you love what you heard, hit the subscribe button and follow us at Remnant Youth on Instagram and YouTube. God bless you. We love you.